Welcome to Bites of Light with Angel and Seth Rohr. We provide bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to feed your soul, expand your awareness, and free your mind to help you create a more beautiful today and a brighter tomorrow. Join us in our magical kitchen as we serve up another high-vibe snack for your soul. Welcome to Bites of Light, snacks for your soul. And today we are going to talk about the fact that we are becoming aware that there are greater forces in the universe and what do we do when our gifts start awakening and we don't know what to do with them we don't know who to talk to we don't even know that there's anybody to talk to right uh, anyway before we get started you might wonder why i look so fancy today you are so fancy schmancy. the fanciest shirt i think i've ever worn on the on podcast, podcast. And, and we don't match however the labradorite is picking up your teal yeah. now that i look a little bit closer uh, Anyway, we did a book signing earlier and dressed snazzy, so I thought I'd keep my snazz for the podcast. Snazzing it up. Yeah. While we're playing with our gifts. (laughs) Snazzy gifts. Snazzy gifts. Uh, So anyway, I've experienced this personally. As I started going into meditation and deeper and connecting with myself higher, although I didn't know that at the time. At the time, I just noticed that things were changing. The way I was seeing things were changing. Observing things were changing. And I didn't have any idea why or what that meant. The fact that I could know things were, like, know what to say and know things to do to, like, to solve a situation, I just thought that was normal because nobody ever told me otherwise. If that had been the gift of seeing spirits and energies, that would have been so frightening. Because I, it's like, because you're taught our whole life, no, what you see is what you get. The five senses. If you can't pick it up with those five senses, it's not real. So now I'm seeing something that nobody else is seeing. So what does that mean? You know, or any of these, you're hearing the, you know, your clear audience, you're hearing these voices, you know just having all these things and so you come into this and now you're you're experiencing these things you're starting to deal with them after you've worked through that that scary piece but still trying to i guess battle like not battle but come to some sort of balance with those things well it is a battle for me it was a battle because that was my experience you know my my head injury in 2007 i woke up seeing dead people standing at the end of my bed you know, what do you do with that? Are, are, are you crazy? Was this head injury way more than what, what the doctors are telling you? And so then there comes a space in your brain where you're trying to understand first what you saw and, you know, is it real? And what are you supposed to do with it? So yeah, the, the, the visual aspect to psychic gifts, the clairvoyance, I feel for me, awakening all five of them, that that was one of the most terrifying ones. And it still kind of gets me when it happens. (laughs) Yeah, we have we have decades, most of us, of programming of the being told what's true, what's right, what's wrong through somebody else's point of view. So in, in some some way of describing that is being domesticated. We've been taught to act the way people expected us to act that's domestication we do it to animals and it was done to us so as we're 
being taught these things, our brain develops these like hard paths of this is what's true. Like this is, I'm connected to this and I have this attachment to this idea. And then something like that comes in, you know, just having words pop into your head or the idea like, Hey, if I, if I do this thing, I think it'll fix the problem. That doesn't go against any of those beliefs that we're told. Like it doesn't exist if it's not one of the five senses. So yeah, coming into a visions and hearing things and seeing things that you've been told your whole life don't exist. First, you have to move through the fear that comes from that. And if you've moved through that fear, then you have to move through, now what does this mean? What, how do I even deal with this? Like, is this a curse? Like, I don't want to see dead people. I've been told my whole life that dead people are scary. Yeah. But what if they're not? But you don't know that if you don't talk to somebody. And how do you find these people? Unfortunately, we are not in a Hogwarts movie. And when your gifts come in, you don't get a magical owl that sends you the envelope that says, come to this school and learn how to do your shit. Right. You know, that would be real nice. Maybe we can make that happen one day. We'll put our intent to that. <laughs> anyway, so now we're now we have this thing that's happening. We're seeing things, we're hearing things, we're knowing things, and it's uncanny. We're not sure how to deal with it. Maybe we're, we're over being afraid because it only lasts long before you just get desperate for answers. And then it goes to the polar opposite. You know, when I witnessed Seth in his gifts and in his channel doing his thing, when I said, hey, that's really awesome and this is what you're doing, he was like, oh, I didn't know that's what it was. Yeah. And I wasn't even looking for a teacher. I knew I was doing, I knew something was happening, but I didn't have any words. I didn't really have, have any logical explanation. And for those who aren't, you know, aren't doing this work and don't understand the psychic gifts and how many there are, because a lot of people just think clairvoyance is the only psychic ability and it isn't. Right. And so humans like Seth, in the positions that he's in and, and the capabilities they have with the hundreds of windows open in their brain. If you aren't in our world, how would you know that that was a psychic ability? Yeah, it's not right. The, it's not a, a pop culture psychic ability. Like yeah. When you, when you hear psychic ability, you think, oh, they talk to dead people because that's what pop culture teaches. That's what our at least in Western culture. That's what Western culture teaches is, is psychic. Oh, psychics talk to dead people. And that's it. That's all that word means. Right. Now you've attached that description to that label. Yeah, but the, the clairs are all, like, as you have taught me to say, the clairs are all psychic abilities. You know, the seeing, the hearing, the knowing. And it's that knowing, it's called, it, it's called claircognizance when mm -hmm. you're, and that's, that's what Seth, works with yeah but i just thought it was a good intuition right oh i'm i have gut i have good gut feelings yeah it's intuition on steroids yeah but if you don't know it's just like when if somebody grows up in a in a, an abusive household and then they go to their friend's house and they see a happy healthy family and they're like what well that doesn't happen at my house like if you don't grow up with it and you're not ever surrounded by it, how would you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was not raised in a metaphysical family. 
much the opposite, you know, very, very Christian and regimented in the, you know, the, the your Christian beliefs. So these, these, even these ways of talking were not accepted. I grew up thinking the tarot cards were devil's work. And it's like, why? Because it brings in ideas, these tools that can help you heal and have your own awakening and awareness of your relationship with life. And that's what these are. That is what's coming in for you. Is your connection to source, that your is, own connection yeah, to source. That is what the magic isn't magic. It's connection to, to the truth. Yeah. And, and that's what's coming in. So if it's, if it's there, it's for you. It is for you to grow and expand and become who you were meant to be because you're, you've, something has happened either like an angel's case, a head injury or a significant enough event has happened in your life to shift things that were hardwired in your brain to now accept this new thing. That's always been there. You just blocked it out. As kids, we're, we're told, no, you don't have an imaginary friend. Stop it off. You Knock it off. You're too old for that. And you go, oh, okay. And I have to stop talking to you now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you can read about my imaginary friend in our book, Bites of Light. I share my experience with, but mine wasn't a human. Mine was a white wolf. Yeah. So. But then you're told, no, that's not real. That's not real. And you... You explain away the things that happened, right? Oh, I just had a vivid imagination and you block it in your brain to protect yourself because the brain is a survival mechanism, wants to belong. Belonging equals safety. So if you do something that gets you exiled from the group, believe something, say something, you're no longer safe. So people that sit in power in our world know this. And they purposefully tell you that these things are crazy and they spread this message that these gifts are are crazy they're devil's work they're all these things because they are afraid of them because your gifts that are coming in are the key to bringing the light to this to this planet in the way that it needs to overpower all that to outshine the darkness that's what you're connecting with is your light, your connection to love, the truth, life itself, you know, whatever you want to call it, the universe. And when you connect to that, I guess the words I've heard that kind of make sense to me is it's through your higher self. It's always been there. You've chosen to block it out. So your higher self is source. It's connected to source, you know, kind of however you want to view that, I guess. But that as you build that connection, you step into a the true you, the true self, not the the body that you're in that's been programmed in the mind to be a certain way, been domesticated. You start stepping out of that and remembering and reconnecting with the truth of who you are, your true essence, your spirit, your soul. And that's what's happening. So then you say great like i did great this is awesome what next who do i now talk to what? how do i like okay well if i'm i'd love to know how to like is there a way to 
do practices that make it stronger, make it more, I don't know, more often, like to call on it at will, you know, and that's, that's kind of where that's the net next step. We're, we're moving through, you know, we've had the initial scare of what the hell is going on with me. You know, why am why am I weird? What's what's broken? Am I crazy? And some people never move past that. I didn't for a long time. That's a place some people get stuck. And as as a currently a a professional responder in EMS, I I, and with my current level of awake of awareness now, I've started to see that how many people get stuck there. And usually they turn to drugs to try to numb it so they don't see it, hear it, feel it. And we call them crazy drug addicts. But you have conversations with them. But I talk to them. Yeah. When they're ready, messages will come to me to share with them in the few minutes that I interact with them on a on a call on it when I get respond to an emergency. But I realize that they're not crazy. They've been made to believe they were crazy by a society that is either too afraid or too ignorant to the gifts that are coming in for you, the gifts that are coming in for all of the people that are waking up. You're not alone. There are many people like you. You can seek groups. Uh, obviously, if you're here listening to this podcast, you are looking. Uh, there's many groups out there. We also have a community called the Bites of Light Den. It, that where we just give a place for people to open these gifts, to step into their power, to become the true being that they're meant to be here in this life. I like to say it, it, heaven on earth, not heaven later. Heaven happens here on earth when you step into that truth. And then all you know is, is love and peace. But it's a process. And every process takes time and the pieces to fall into place. And that's one of the things that we try to provide in our community. But if you don't come to the Bites of Light Den, look it up, look up teachers, like embrace this, don't run from it. Move into that phase of, okay, this is here. If I stay in fear, I'm never going to grow. So what's next? Be brave, be brave enough to step through that fear. Because on the other side, it's where the magic starts. So now I'm no longer afraid. Now you can look at it and go, okay, what is this wondrous thing that's happening? What am I hearing? What am I seeing? Why? And then you start getting curious instead of instead of running the other way. What is this? Can you can you approach with an open heart and open eyes and presence to what is? And, and that step alone allowed my gifts to come in a lot more. And the other thing that that step does is it allows the universe an opening to bring people to you. The universe brought me angel and she brought language to explain to me what I was doing that I didn't even realize I was doing because I stepped through, I stepped through the fear of the change, the fear of the unknown. And accepted that there was more out there for me and I was, and I wanted it. And you have to want it. Yeah. And that's why you gotta, you gotta be brave enough to step through that fear and say, okay, 
I, I'm ready to I'm ready to accept this. Bold. Yeah. Be, be bold. bold. Yeah. Be bold. Absolutely. And that's where and then right after you accept it and you and you say, okay, I'm ready. Ultimately, that's when you have to start listening to your intuition. Because it will help guide you to who is going to be the best teacher for you. And it may not be the best teacher for always. It may just be the best teacher for right now. And that may be one course. And know that you're going to have many teachers. Yeah. Do not get attached to one teacher. Allow your heart and your soul and your and your spirit to guide you. And don't come into teachings with attachments. Yeah. The, the, the message is there for you until it's not. Take what serves you and leave the rest. Exactly. Because not all of our truths are the same. Not right? all so, of our truths are the same. But everybody has truth to offer. So if you need help figuring out how to trust that intuition, again, there's lots of resources out there for that. You can always message us. Uh, you can always uh, reach out to us join up in the group, get on the website. We have a contact page on there, you know, send us a note, let us know what you're struggling with. And we can, maybe we can send you to a good resource. Maybe we have one we can offer. We know a lot of amazing healers. We don't do everything. We do a couple things really and, well. And that's why we chose to collaborate in our Bites of Light book, because every single healer in our book represents a modality a piece of the pie a piece of the rainbow and they're vetted by us so these are people we choose to work with these are people that we collaborate and some of them are our teachers so you know it's not just us when you step into the bold community bites of light den it is you have access to all of them it, it's a it's a whole magical recipe yeah there yeah i mean that's like I said, if you if you want to look somewhere else, that's that's fine. Just look. Just look. just find it because yeah. you deserve it. Take action. You deserve it, and and your gifts deserve it. What you've come here to do, that you agreed to do, and is is out there. That purpose, mm -hmm. that reason that people talk about. You don't have to look for it. You just have to open up, and it'll come to you. And we're so, going to circle back to the beginning. The very first thing is admitting that you just may have a gift. Right. And then you can go down the rabbit hole, but you need to sit with yourself and ask yourself that question. What are my gifts? Do I have gifts? Do I know about my gifts already? You need to do a little bit of that soul searching first. And what I'm going to tell you is you do have gifts. We all do. It's your responsibility to dig and find out what they are. Yeah. The question is, are you aware of them yet? So know that you have them if you're not aware of them. Know that I'm, you have them. I'm guessing if you're here, you're probably aware. Or the you, universe are, you are aware you that there's something to be aware of. To our unique ray of light. Yeah. So ask yourself, why are you here on our unique ray of light? So know that your gifts are powerful. Know that you're powerful. And there is there is help out there to learn how to grow yourself to best utilize your gifts. I guess that's how I would say it. We grow ourselves and expand ourselves to be able to utilize the gift that already exists. We would love to hear how this podcast landed, 
if it helped you along your journey, leave us a like or a comment. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank you. And enjoy your gifts. Exactly. All, All our love. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us. The best way to help us spread this message is to rate, review, and subscribe. If this episode impacted you in any way, share it with others, post about it on social media, or put something in the comments. Also, check out our website for upcoming events and books at www.roarrevolution.com. All our gratitude and love. All our love. See you soon.